Hello, everybody. What's up? And welcome back to another episode of the August Forum Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Andrew Inamoto, and I'll be sharing the stories of fashion industry professionals, creatives, and entrepreneurs about their journeys and experiences as they advance within this ever-growing industry. The August Forum, as an extension of the shop itself, allows you to have the ability to listen to those in the space. So whether you're an aspiring entrepreneur, trying to break into the fashion industry, or just curious about the ins and outs, we hope these stories will help you to achieve your goals. For the 25th episode, I'm excited to bring you along with my conversation with Timothy Grindle and Chase Brown, host of the Customer Service Podcast and respective co-owner and operations associate at Canoe Club, a fashion retail staple based out of Boulder, Colorado. With that being said, in this episode, we talk about Chase's and Timothy's experience with the shop, their recent business trip to Japan, their new engineered garments collaboration that just came out, anecdotes from the shop, and of course, their podcast, and which of their interviews have been their favorite with guests such as Dan Levy and Aaron Levine. This packed hour-long conversation was really one of my favorites just based on how enthusiastic Timothy and Chase were. So get ready to hear all of our own takes, anecdotes, and stories within the confines of our stores and how we all continue to navigate through this ever-changing space. This episode is truly enthralling, and I believe you'll find it equally engaging. This is the August Forum. All right. For today's episode of the August Forum podcast, I'm here with my newfound friends, Timothy Grindle and Chase Brown. How are you guys doing today? Doing great. How are you? Oh, look at that excitement. I'm feeling amazing. Um, Coming in hot. I was going to say, you guys are my you guys are my second time having a podcast on. It's a it's a new like guest style I've been wanting to have. So I'm glad. This is the second podcast in total? No, second not the second. No, no. This we've had this. You guys are episode number 25. But okay, no, okay. just like second like podcast guests, like people that do a podcast themselves. Uh, 20, oh, understood. Yeah, 20, yeah. 25 feels right for us, too. I was like, I was <laughs> yeah. and like, whoa, whoa. The pressure is the right kind of pressure for us. <laughs> I feel like I feel like if I had pressure, I'd give myself a good thirty-two. I do. A, I'd yeah, be, I'd be a that's 32. solid. I've, I'd yeah. like that number. But thank you guys for having, not having me on, having you guys have being on my podcast here. I really appreciate. it. Yeah, absolutely. But the people may not know you as maybe well as I know you guys with how much of a fan I'm of your guys' shop and the pod as well. But before we get into everything, can you guys introduce yourselves? Who are you guys? Tim Ball, maybe you lead us off. You want me to go first? All right. So I'm Timothy Grendel. I am one of the owners. I am the lead buyer. I am whatever else I need to be here at the <laughs> shop. So I've been here since we opened. I Yeah, I'm, I'm from Indiana originally, Chicago for a long time, Boulder now. Oh, and I, I don't know if I said, but our store is Canoe Club. I'm assuming mm-hmm. that's out there in some way prior to <laughs> someone getting involved in this. But if you're just coming in cold, yeah, we're, we're with uh, Canoe Club out of Boulder. We are... I don't know, we're a menswear store, yeah. amongst other things. And uh, yeah, we do a podcast called Customer Service Together. And uh, is that everything? Is that good? I think, you, I think that's a good that's that's pretty pretty good. Good. Let, yeah. let him do a little. Yeah. <laughs> now it's up so to my, Chase. <laughs> yeah, my name's Chase, Chase Brown. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. I've been working at the shop. I, I actually was the first paying customer of Canoe Club. Yep. Wow. And you, then, what, was, what was the first thing that you bought? I bought a waxed, a waxed GNU motorcycle jacket. Wow. Do you still have it? I actually gave it to my buddy. He was traveling and he didn't okay. have a jacket. He came to visit me and then he was going a couple other places after. So right. I passed it on to him and <laughs> and he's I I think he's still wearing it. But he lives it. out in the bay. But he he needed a jacket to travel in, so I hooked wow. him up. Wow. Okay. Anyways, keep going. 
Uh, yeah, so first paying customer. And then I've been working at Canoe Club for basically since it opened as well. I, I actually painted the initial signage. So mm-hmm. I've been working in clothing since college. And then Timothy and I have both separately worked in footwear and footwear manufacturing in some regard. And then we got into, we both ended up in Boulder. But yeah, I painted the signage for the shop. And then I started working at Canoe Club. Timothy was like, let's get you in here part time. And then I think two weeks later, I was full time. And that was six years and some change ago. What I do here is I, like Timothy's kind of alluding to, we all do a lot, but I'm in, in charge of fulfillment and shipping and getting the products imported and that whole situation, as well as assisting with like the with buys the fix, with Timothy. Yeah. And yeah, everyone here wears a lot of hats, but that, that <laughs> generally like community covers management. The, so yeah, community if you've, management. If you've been in the yeah. Discord, if you've messaged us on Instagram, if you've done anything right. where you're interacting, you've probably interacted with Chase. Yep. Yeah. Wow. If you've called the shop at all yeah. in the last six years, you've probably you've spoken talked, to yeah, him. We've <laughs> talked to one of us. So, Chase, you're more on the back house operations side. That's what yeah. you put it? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably. It. Yeah, that's your that's your given title on the pod today. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, you guys know we're similar to you guys. We're a culture and fashion podcast. So the ever question is always asked. It's not what you're wearing right now, but what is Timothy's and Chase's uniform? That's my big question is, what do you guys, if you guys were a cartoon character, maybe like a video game character, what is that uniform that you guys are wearing? Yeah. Should we answer for each other? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. guys should answer yeah, for should. each other. Yeah. That's what you should. Uh, we were just on the, on the, on the podcast we released, I think today, I uh, recorded mm-hmm. it yesterday. We were just talking kind of like about this because we wanted to pitch Kylie Jenner on a new yeah. design there where she go. just designed stuff that Chase likes. Yeah. So we've already <laughs> described this, which is like, it's any sort of like, slip on shoe it cannot mm. like he owns very few things with laces and so van slip on i guess yep. a pair of boots that still counts pair of boots yeah or a birkenstock yep. and then it's big green pants that's a, that's enough general you, you <laughs> close your eyes and get the right, right, big pants. Wait, yeah. i'm closing that's my solid. eyes right now imagining this so keep yeah going. you it's, got it it's it's bone twill it's it's a nice shade of green rip yeah. stop rip stop yeah yeah, yeah. some sort of like oversized type two sty- style jacket there yep. you go yep and then a hat that has been pulled down as far as you can pull down a hat. <laughs> He's right. He's right. And that is that. And then if so, whatever you're picturing, you've nailed it. Just change a couple of the colors here and there, but yeah. pretty right. much the same. That's thing. generally that yeah. every day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Chase is like the guy at your local coffee shop getting like an ice americano. Is what I'm imagining. Oh, that's that's my order, bro. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's, that's exactly nailed it. it. <laughs> All right, yeah. Chase. What is what is Timothy's uniform then? Not to pull from today, but he's typically in. Some pair I'm of. Also, I'm also closing my eyes again. There you go. He's go in. Think, think like vintage Levi's. Mm. A lot of a lot of vintage Levi's stonewashed denim. That's like he's right. very comfortable in that. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, in that for all six years that you've. Been <laughs> it's it's it's, it's, yeah. it's a consistent, a consistent thing. He's also been lately. He's been wearing the Vans a lot. Okay. But he's also a Birkenstock guy. He, it's it's Vans or Birkenstocks. Or Converse. Or, I just or, like. Oh, he's also a Converse. Shoes. I yeah. like them to be right. very. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The standard approved canvas yeah. shoes that we all know and love. Yeah. Okay. We've all been wearing them. He and I both. Our footwear, I think, is something that we've both been doing for a long, long time. It's just comfortable. Right? It's right. safe and it's comfortable. If it's winter, he's a big sweater guy. He's a big Ooh. knit guy, but never nice. a hoodie. Never, never a hoodie. hoodie. Never a hoodie. Don't own never a hoodie. Cash. Ooh, you don't own a hoodie. 
I don't own a hoodie. Don't catch wear Timothy hoodie. ever wear a hoodie then. There you go. Sometimes if I go on a hike or something, I wear a maybe maybe I'm do maybe. But I, maybe. even then, it's probably it's yeah. Probably not. No hoodie. Probably not. <laughs> was, was, yeah, just let's go with that. That or band tees. He's got he's got a mm. nice collection of I think we just talked about it. He thinks upwards of two hundred. I think that I can only tees. I can only measure it by how tall it is. And I think right. it's like the, the height of two toddlers stacked on top of each other. Tall, 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 tall toddlers. Tall toddlers. <laughs> how, do you, how, uh, do you guys, how do you guys fold your t-shirts? Is it like sleeves in? and then you It's nice. It's nice. Yeah. Really nice. So okay. here's the thing that everyone should do. And it's because people are always like, oh, everyone folds every, everything are so nice here. You just go get a piece of cardboard. Yep. You cut. It's like about an eight by 10. Right. Yeah, you eight wrap it in something so it doesn't get caught on the fabric. And then yep. you've got yourself a folding board and everything can look pretty then. It's there that easy. My, if, and if, Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, my first job was ever literally like sitting in the back using a folding board and folding t-shirts. That was my first ever yeah. retail job. So I'm, I feel like folding boards are the most underrated thing in retail. No, I completely part. agree, bro. Yep. My, my first retail <laughs> job was Levi's Outlet in college. There you go. And I learned how to perfect fold jeans. I folded, I would say, 20,000, 30,000, 40,000 pairs of pants in my life. There you go. Easily. That, easily. easily. Probably easily. way more than that. Easily. Seasoned. There you go. Seasoned, seasoned veteran of the seasoned fold, veteran. folder. Yeah, I'll keep going. But that, yeah, that's about it. Graphic tees and then maybe a hat. Maybe Brondo's wearing a hat, but not always. Not always. Not always? What, not hats, always. Are, what hats are you wearing? He, he, Actually, hold on, Timbo, before you answer, because yeah. it's, it's very topical. <laughs> Yesterday, he was, he was wearing a beanie, and the way in which he was wearing it was very stylish and cool. And in fact, the store guys yesterday, Chris goes, Yo, this tilted beanie on Brando, that's a vibe. <laughs> I was exactly thinking, I was picturing yeah. in my head, like, how was he wearing the beanie? It was definitely yeah. one side it was, was cool. up. It was, it was like slanted and tilted. Here's the thing. I shaved my head mostly because I started, I was like working out a lot and I just couldn't deal with long hair anymore. I just right. had, had my time with it and it was time right. to end it. Yeah. And the only two versions of hair that are cool are long hair mm-hmm. or buzz hair. There you go. There's, there's, no, no, there's no in between for me. <laughs> so I, so once I did that, it's the only thing that's complicated with the hat is it's like you got Velcro on your head now. But right. but right. in in a in a plus way, you can really get it affixed where it's not going to move around. Yeah. So you right. can you can you can kit it out and then it's there. So sometimes beanies. He, he was looking real cool with the beanie yeah. yesterday. There you go. Nice beanie. I was gonna say we just got this new engineer garments beanie that I've been like really wanting. That's also, oh that's brother, I got icon. one on right now. I might exactly. I have one from last season on right now. There you go. Yeah. That's that's the one. And then also we got this. Put him on and tell you how you do it. Put him on and tell you how you you get get the beanie right. How do you get the beanie right? And actually, real quick, I fib. I thought I had my EG one on. That was yesterday. Today I have on a beanie from Family Mart in Japan that I bought. It it looked very thick and good, so I had to snatch it up. But no, go ahead. I got to ask you about Family Mart after this. Oh, buddy, I I can't. I don't think you got enough time on the podcast. I know we might not. We might not. But keep going. But for anybody with the EG beanies in particular, and this this goes for any beanie, but. This is a system that I've developed myself. Take it, take it for, <laughs> take it for actually. Wait you hear what it is. He's hyping the system. It's a I just, system. It makes it seem like he's like going to patent this. Hey, I wouldn't put it back. No, I'll give it to all the fashion, all the fashion bros, anyone out there. But beanies are tough. The, the EG ones fit pretty tight. Right. What I do is I buy them. I go mm-hmm. home and I put them over a basketball or a soccer ball for a night. Nice. And then I, I promise from that moment on, they're perfect. So wow. it, you might feel like a basketball is too big, but it's not. Wow. It's the Spalding method. Yeah. <laughs> the Spalding method. method. Okay. The Spalding method, what we do, we have our new era method. So what's special about us is we have our own like new era collabs. We have oh, this like, sick. yeah, 
our manager Joel, he like designs our new eras that are like shop exclusives, which is really cool. I'm not yeah. even. This makes it seem like I'm like trying to promote this, but this is genuinely like what we do. What we have is we also carry like Mr. Green, and we have the Mr. Green mug, so we call it the Mr. Green method, where we like steam the brim of the hat, and then we just wrap it around this Mr. Green cup that we've had oh, two our- seasons, two seasons now, and we just like only use it solely for that. So that maybe and it gets the bad. perfect. It gets that perfect shape. Right, perfect bend. That's the perfect brim. Let's go. Then you got to go over to Lids and get one of those those brim benders, baby. I don't. <laughs> you got I'm a like, Lids in Madison? <laughs> I don't even think airport. I, I don't even think I know what the closest Lids is. I don't even know the last time I went to a <laughs> Lids. Honestly, yeah. yeah. When's the last time you guys could say, "Oh yeah, I got to go to Lids. I got to go pick up a hat." Just, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> just still playing Fifty Cent or like a Green Day music video <laughs> on, on an old <laughs> old flat screen. Okay, we mentioned Family Mart. You guys were recently yeah. in Japan. Before we get into it, you guys just recently went to Japan, Kyoto, for a meeting canoe, for Canoe Club. Can you guys talk a little bit about maybe the shop a little bit more and the trip itself before we get into the juicy part about Family Mart and the Family Mart experience? Sure. Yeah. So we were in Japan. Let me talk. Maybe should I talk about the store first? Maybe maybe mm-hmm. that makes more sense. Yeah. It's. Canoe Club were an ever evolving thing. We 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 mostly do menswear and unisex kind of stuff. It's I, I I hate to like ever pin this into any specific thing. So what I'll say is we're a store that like really supports like brands that have a really cool story. Mm-hmm. So everything that we have has some awesome like lineage, our cool story, our cool way of they're doing things, and we just always wanted to be a store that like supported artists. I, I hate. I think it's like a little bit on the nose, but we operate almost like a gallery where we're more here to tell other people's stories, make sure people know what's going on and try to present it in our right. own unique way. We really wanted to like, I, I, I pretty strongly believe in like eclecticism. So we yeah. never wanted to be a store. I just felt like a lot of stores for a long time were very like pigeonholed. We're like, we're only one thing. We're only this. We're only a workwear store. We're only a military. We're only sneakers. We're only whatever. I just don't think that's how anybody dresses. Mm-hmm. Um, at least nobody that I know. So... I just wanted it to be a place where, yeah, we've got cool sneakers. We've also got beautiful knits from La Mer, but we also have like denim from Orslo. And yep. you can just, I think anybody's style can fit in here. And that's what we really wanted to be about because we're super like about community. And we wanted to build something that was like far beyond. Chase and I both grew up in, like, uh, if you listen to the podcast at all, I'm sorry, we're doing this again. But uh, <laughs> we're we're like, we grew up in like the hardcore scene, like DIY punk stuff. And so mm-hmm. it's really important to be like super... We wanted to be as inclusive as possible and like open to everybody and like supportive. And we just wanted to create a space where fashion for so long was just like that Barney's method of being so cold yeah. and above mm-hmm. everything. And it's just right. like not who we are as people. Like we're from the Midwest. We can't even get there if we want to. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just, it just makes sense for us. And we, I, I, it's, it's that simple that we do what we want. Like we just think, I don't know, fashion shouldn't be so untouchable. So we yeah. wanted to create a space where it's like, right. We're just guys. It's approachable, but at the same time, we're representing stuff that obviously takes a lot of nurturing and care and understanding. We want to live in both spaces, but I think that you can only tell those stories properly if you are approachable. So mm. that's that's what we're that's what we're really all about at Canoe Club. As far as going to Japan goes, we carry. It's not for any intention other than that's just like where really great things are made. A lot of the times, we carry a lot of Japanese brands. Yeah, and for the past like really long time it's like the, the the whole buying scene has changed so much for so yeah. long it was like mm-hmm. really predicated on trade shows and then as that scene died out and then it started to go all to these like private showrooms i think that got really expensive for people and it just stopped 
stopped making sense in a lot of ways. And that ended up as, as that was dying off anyway. And I don't, I think people were unsure of what was going to happen. COVID happened and then it went all digital. And then we'd, we'd brought, we, we grew a lot during COVID and we brought in a lot of new brands and tried a lot of new things. And a lot of those relationships were with Japanese brands that were for the first time showing digitally and where normally they wouldn't. And we hadn't really been to Japan, at least not to buy. And the, things have started to change. In-person meetings have gone back to being the norm. And some brands have required us to go back to Japan, including what we went there for. So we were called out, I want to say last minute, but a little last minute to go check out this brand. So we we popped over there and that's that's what we were doing. And, and the, sh- the showroom was in Kyoto. So that's where we went. It was a blast. For anyone who hasn't been to Kyoto, it's wow. It's it's, it's so amazing. It's beautiful. it's just, yeah. And it's like, it's about all the history and all the mm-hmm. cool old architecture. But like for us, I think that like I- I've been, I've lived a lot of different places and been a lot of different places because of work. And so you get to experience a lot of different ways people live. And this is like the best of all worlds. If you were to mm-hmm. ideally combine like the best parts of, New York and the best parts of like where we were from Boulder and the best parts of California and like kind of smash them all together. That's what it reminded me of because you've got ocean, you've got mountains everywhere. You've got like a tightly compacted city, but it's like, because it's Japan, it's just so like quiet and respectful and nice. And it was just like, it's just a pleasure to be in. It's one of the few places where I've left and actually missed it Mm -hmm. after where I don't, I don't ever feel that way anywhere else really. So yeah, it was an awesome trip. Like we are very excited to have been and we're excited to go back and it was not a problem to be in, in, I don't know how we were on, we were on planes and in layovers for as long as we were in Japan. I, I think, <laughs> but, I think it was, we, we, between a Monday okay. and a Friday, obviously the time change was, but we spent total over 60 hours in transportation, whether that's oh. on a, on a plane or in an airport. That was gonna, what, what airlines you guys take? I'm, I'm a I'm Delta a, baby. You took Delta, Delta and Korea air. Oh, frequent. Frequent flyers, Delta oh, Sky yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, we're hell yeah, baby. Comfort yeah, we're plus. Delta Pill. You ever um, use that app? It's slick. <laughs> what, what Delta Pill? Yeah, we're no, no. We're well. I, I wish no, that Delta was Pill. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, no, we just love the Delta app. Go go in oh, flight. We love was, it. Yeah, I do love the Delta app. I I don't use it as frequently as I wish I do, but uh, it's a great. I I think it's Delta is my favorite airline, except other than JAL. I think next time you guys fly, if you guys ever have the chance to fly to Japan again, you take a JAL airline. It's beautiful it's super relaxing the food is amazing again air airport food at the end of the day aircraft food isn't crazy but it's like pretty banging for what it is okay yeah so I, I was worried about where you were going with that because we were both looking at each other like, we're gonna fight you on this one a little bit <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you were gonna go negative or like we liked airplanes no, yeah. it was, it was <laughs> like that it's individual packaging it's, oh yeah. they, they give you yeah. like they'll bring you like you get like a little ice cream a little dessert you get a little yeah bro i would never do that on my own but when they bring it to you you're like Mm. why not no love it that's it i'm glad this episode is brought to you by august august is a streetwear and sneaker boutique established in 2017 in madison wisconsin this month the latest collections from stussy brain dead engineer garments and many more have released in store and online and if you're into footwear we've got you covered with brands like nike asics and the all-new roll collection Trust me, I might be biased, but I recently snagged my first pair of rows at the shop, and I've been wearing them every day since. Use the code FORUM10 at checkout to get an exclusive 10% off your order. That's right, some good savings for you all. Visit August in person at 414 State Street, Madison, Wisconsin, or find us online at august-shop.com. 
Now let's get back to the rest of the episode. Do you guys watch movies on the on the, on the, on the Oh line? yeah, baby. Mario movie. <laughs> what did you think of it? I I I on the way home I told Timothy I was like, "Bro, because I watched a whole bunch of random stuff on the way there, and I said, listen, right. I got I got to get this Mario movie in me. Right. After going to Japan, we went to a toy store to get something for his daughter, and there was like a whole Mario section, and I was like, I got to see the movie. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I started it, fell asleep, woke up at the end, <laughs> started it, fell asleep, woke up at the end, started it, watched it all the way through, was blown away. I think graphically, it's, it was so good. impressive. It's actually, I did not, I had low expectations for that movie, but it was really good. Yeah, I loved it. Chase too. is also telling that story as if that's not how he watches everything. That's how I movie, feel. like at home too. So it's it's like I'm a sleeper. That that's an original version of him watching something. This is how he lives. Yeah, like Chase is like making it seem like it's a once in a lifetime thing that this had happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I like I I watched I only watch like movies that might make me cry on mm. airplanes. I don't know why I'm drawn to those. So I'll just watch. I don't know what that one where Steve Carell and Timothy Chalamet and Timothy Chalamet, oh, he's addicted yeah. to drugs. I'll watch that like twice in a row just to really <laughs> see if I can wreck myself. And then and then outside of that, I just kind of like I just like stare. I like zone out for like eight hours. <laughs> it's just a nice time to just I get up and go to the bathroom a lot. Just right. take breaks walking around the plane. You walk around in the sky. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like I don't I don't I don't I, I try to sleep, but I barely do. Wow. So, that is yeah. crazy. I'm a I'm a sleeper. The one movie, so last spring, I was I took a trip out to Norway. And on the flight home, I had finally watched Everything Everywhere all at once. That, Oh, man, I had never seen it before. I saw it, it was on like the catalog. And I was like, I got to watch this. Yeah, and my yeah. friend was sitting next to me. And I like they like tapped my shoulder midway through the movie. And I like, turned to that. And my eyes were just like, yeah, you were just, <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. just <laughs> sobbing my eyes out. And then like my other friend had to get to the little, what, what's the, what's the, like the cabinet above. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he, whatever like, it is. Looked, he like, like, whatever the thing is called, he looked down at me. He's like, are you okay? And I'm like, just, it's like the scene where like her and her daughter are like, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's just yeah. like, I'm just, I was just like crying. I was like, oh. They say it like has something to do with altitude or whatever. And that's why I'll just, because I do feel like it's true. So I will just put myself through it. Like if I see a movie, right. I watch Past Lives twice. Oh. Once on the once on the Korean oh. plane, once on the Delta back, I, and it's beat myself up. I don't I know what it not is. Do that one. That's like twice. That's too much. Twice. That's that. And you know what? I'd already seen it a couple times. Yeah, the, it's first time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, so I was just trying to. So nice. What is it about the altitude? Is it that you're supposed to? I don't like, know. We're not science guys. <laughs> I don't know. They. I just have read that before. They're like, it's you're we more just work at retail. Susceptible. Yeah. Yes. We just, yeah. No, we don't. <laughs> we're not allowed to do anything else. He's from Indiana, dude. We <laughs> we don't do the S word, but it's there. Yeah, uh, we're, yeah, we're no, all from the Midwest. All we do is just all we do is just retail out here. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. That's what we're allowed to do. Yeah, our farm, <laughs> farm, farm, and retail. That's it. Yeah. That's the that's yeah. the two. Distinct- those are the two. Yeah, those are the two trajectories. <laughs> like, Trades worker. <laughs> yeah. Also, you guys have okay. Let's now. I'm like now. This is like my whiteboard. So I'm gonna go back. Yeah. To the whiteboard. Pivot out of it. Pivot. We're pivoting out of this. Wait, no. I actually gonna pivot back into this because I gotta ask about Family Mart. How is oh. isn't it like one of the best places like to ever? Why be we at? don't have this shit Dude. in the U.S. doesn't like, make any like a, sense. Like even like a Seven Eleven in the U. Like the Seven Eleven in the U.S. is not even comparable to a Seven Eleven in like Japan. No, well, and you know what? Everyone hypes up the Seven Eleven specifically, but I would I would argue that it goes for me. Family Mart, Lawson's, then Seven. Completely agree, bro. Hundred percent. Yep, yep. It's family. Actually. I'm gonna go Lawson's Family Mart 7 Eleven. Okay, I understand. Go, I'll I'll I, take it. I'm gonna say Lawson's just because it's the one closest to my house. 
Oh, right and on. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah. You yeah, got a so relationship I, with it. I got that a relationship. Past so, yeah. lives. Past lives. <laughs> yeah. You can't, but, you can't beat the one you want. Right, exactly. But yeah, it's crazy that we don't have anything like this here. Not, not, not to the level in the care. The amount of sandwiches and onigiri and little rice mm-hmm. rolls and shit was blo- all the all the. Timbo got some banana milk that was delicious. Yeah, hot and cold offerings like they have the hot mm-hmm. things that are packaged. Just mind blowing, dude. All the candy, everything. We didn't even need like we went to a couple restaurants. We had two real honestly, meals. And that other was than fine, that, it was but we just like going in there whenever we wanted to to grab stuff. Right. And what's what's insane is it's so inexpensive compared yeah. to the US. It is crazy. I feel like what I go in there. Like even like when I like was I I had a chance to live there for a few years of my life and I would just go there for like lunch and I was just like mm-hmm. I would just spend maybe like five bucks and I'd be so fulfilled within the meal that I had basically and it's just like Here, so inexpensive. Hundred percent. You go in with ten dollars, you're like a god. Oh, you're, you're eating god. for two you, days. Yeah, you're eating. You're not only getting a snack, a drink, and a meal. You might also be able to get a nice little bread. On like a good, nice little oh, like yeah. Oh, yeah. to eat too. It's just... maybe even two extra egg salad sandwiches. Here, Ooh, you want to put a, you want to put us on to what? Let's say you're gonna go for an afternoon. Okay. You're like, right. I'm, I'm ha- I'm yeah, because we're, what you we're in there you know going I mean? crazy. Okay. We're just yeah. trying right, to grab right. too many things. We don't right. have regular. Okay, so if I'm going in there, I'm gonna go in there, and the first thing I'm gonna do is I'm getting two. I'm gonna get one salmon onigiri and yes. one. Tuna, tuna mayo. Tuna mayo? Tuna yes, mayo. sir. So those are the tuna gears I'm getting. Then I'm going to go and get a nice like melon bread. I'm going to go and then get melon a bread, yeah. melon bread is really good. Yeah, and then bro. you go and there's this specific ice cream. It's in a pouch. It's got like a little mm. suction tip and it's just soft serve ice cream. Those are my three things I'm going to You get. suck it out of the bag? You oh, just suck dude. it out the bag and it's just like the most um, like the best. Ma- most amazing, like most amazing dessert you could ever have. That is what you're getting. And if you're getting hot, if you're getting hot food, you can't go wrong with any of the chickens that they have. They're really yeah, they all looked yeah, really yeah, yeah. good. They, let, yeah. let me make a couple comments off this right off the bat. First off, the single serve ice cream thing, it's playing right into Timothy and I's interests. Mm-hmm. We love the single Packaged serve toss away. Yep. I know it's a little wasteful, yep. but I just like it. You can just suck it out of the bag as, as pre-mentioned, right. and then you're good to go. No worry um, about spilling. No worry about anything nope. falling. It's just nope. perfect. You don't have a dirty utensil you got to hold on to it afterwards? Like utensils, I feel like they're unless you're getting like a salad, like a curry, like a bento box, like you're not really using utensils there. No, there's no reason. They've no. they've they, they've they made it obsolete. It so it's like obs- Yeah, again, obsolete. But keep going. You also mentioned the salmon onigiri. That's one of the first things I had there, specifically from Lawson's. They seasoned the rice with a little soy sauce or whatever. Yep. Yep. Perfect bite. Absolutely love it. I also wanted to shout out the melon bread. I did not get that. However, Timothy and I are also big honeydew fans. Yeah, massive honeydew oh, fans. So next honey. time we'll have to snatch that up. But yeah, it's. I think it's like the melon bread. It's so what it, it really is. It's just like more or less a sugar bread. It doesn't really taste like a melon, but what it is is like a circle. It's shaped like a melon, like shaped like a oh. like a honeydew melon. That's what it basically. Yeah. It's yeah. like like the, it's like designed in that way on top of the bread, but it's reality. It's just like really, really sweet and sugar bread. But that's something Ooh. you guys gotta try. It's oh, it's amazing. We'll absolutely get that. <laughs> also, one thing that's really cool about Japan that I noticed is like. Here in America with candy, and I'm sorry that we're, this is very typical of us to spin out on fast food. You shouldn't have let us. decide to talk about this. Go ahead. Yeah. So like in America, like you, let's say you're going to, you're going to pick up some juice, whatever. You know what right. I mean? Yep, yep. I think in America, we, we lead with strawberry. Strawberry is mm-hmm. like the default. Whereas default. in Japan, 
grape it's felt like the it's default. Grape. Right. grape is yeah. default. Grape, and, and it's better. It's so it's good. So good. I feel like grape flavored candy in America is just not comparable to the grape flavored candy. No, I don't I know what our idea of grape is, but we messed it well, up. wrong. Yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, it's wrong. It's completely wrong. I was gonna say, yeah. I'm glad I've I feel like you guys are the first people I've really been able to talk to. I'll even talk to my friends about this. And like, I'm like, I don't really like great flavor things. And they're like, why not? I'm like, it's just different. You've had something so great. You can never go back to something that you were familiar with. It's it's crazy. You go Um, into you go into like with once you've seen a family mart, every gas station is like, never mind. Right. You guys all get so much stupid shit in here. It all looks like it's sponsored by motocross people. (laughs) None of it's cute. It fucking (laughs) It's like it's like weirdly lit in there. It's just kind of like a yep. weirdly great, bright. great, great uh, to point out the lighting a problem. Yeah, yeah it's a, thank you. That's these are things that like yeah, if you're right. If, if I never did retail, this is what I would do. Just judge yeah. lighting in different places. But yeah, also like no, the candy and proportion sizes. It's for me. I think I'm so used to maybe eating a lot more, and when I'm there, it's portion sizes are definitely a lot smaller. Mm-hmm. But also, it's more fulfilling. But you might not be feeling like you're eating as much, but it's just like, what you're eating is so good and fulfilling that you don't even think about that. Did you it guys felt, feel it's just, yeah, it's like less junk. It's, it's like, junk. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Even yeah, like the candy, the candy is like, it's such small bags, small else proportions in comparison to like, I um, think it's, dude, I think it's less bears, salt. You know? oh, I think it's yeah, less salt. 100%. I just feel like there was like, it, I didn't, I didn't get that feeling when you eat like that kind of stuff in America where you're like, oh my God, like I need to drink six gallons of water now. Oh, 100%. It's, so I feel like I feel like that's that's one of the that's that's part of it. Yeah. And then also, again, even just Japan in general, I, I'm assuming you guys notice this, but not only is it really quiet, it's like so clean. It is like Dude. A, it is unbelievably clean. Look, you got to be aware of one thing when you travel yeah. there. If anyone's thinking or they got an upcoming trip, they don't have garbage bins no. anywhere. No, nope. the amount of nope. times we were walking nope. around going, oh, shit, I don't I, it just you're so used to like how we just do things find, so like, find a garbage bin. coffee and you're like yep. tossing there, there'll be one in the next block and yeah. then yeah. there's none there there's which is none. like once you get used to it you're like this is definitely better yeah because it's mm-hmm. so clean but yeah. at the same time yeah, i was like man i don't know we're gonna have to eat the garbage if we're gonna get it <laughs> well, that's the thing. i think it's definitely just a way to encourage people to just like, bring their own like reset that, you know, that's just, what like, we learned yeah it just makes everything like wrappers and things like obsolete um yeah chase did you when you had the onigiri was that the first time you ever had one and if so was it hard to unwrap it and build the onigiri? Because I I struggle with that still sometimes. Oh no! So there's a spot called Fuji that's really close to Canoe Club mm-hmm. that uh, they have. It, the, they've since changed the recipe, but my favorite hot sauce I've ever tasted in my life. It was it was alarmingly spicy, but mm. so good. But me and uh, an older coworker Cooper, we used to get Fuji quite a bit, and that was like our lunch our lunch okay. thing. It's like a and little then, little and- thing of miso soup and three onigiris and got it, got it. Yeah. So that's I was gonna say that's something I still struggle with when I go back. There's not really like many places here, at least in Madison, where I'm like getting onigiri. So no, that makes sense. I'm gonna reacquaint myself with how to how to unwrap it and just pull the sides out perfectly. Yeah, yeah. No, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> I did struggle in the Osaka airport. I had a couple. And I definitely made a little bit of a mess. But no, no, I powered through. I powered through. Okay, perfect. Okay, now we're pivoting. Now we can pivot. <laughs> I'm like looking I'm like looking at the outline that I sent you guys. I'm like, all right. I, we've touched about 10% of it from what I remember. So sorry. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I, think, I think I have about 15 questions. We've hit about three of them. So yeah, honestly, great. I don't right. Nah, whatever. Anyways, you guys, again, not only are you guys a shop in a retail space and even like a community in Boulder, but you guys have the customer service podcast. So I want to ask you guys, 
what was like the brain i like what was the idea behind it and then like why did you guys think it was like why did you guys decide to do one basically a big part of what we've been trying to do for a long time now has just been like to be very present for the customer you know what i mean because mm-hmm. we just wanted we wanted canoe club to be so much more than just like a transaction because right. i think a lot what, what i think's happened is there's these behemoths that you that you're up against and i don't, I don't want the competition's like irrelevant to me to a certain degree but because yeah. we just want to do we just want to do the best version of what we think is the best right so, but there is there is people that are like making more money so i'll just put it that way and, and, mm-hmm. and those those there's just no presence it feels very robotic and it's just we have everything and here's everything you know that's great. And then there's smaller stores that don't have the ability or the staff to be able to do all those things. So what we've been trying to do forever is live in that middle ground of you can, we have a lot of stuff. We have a bunch of different brands. We have a bunch of brands you probably haven't heard of. We're trying right. to introduce things. We're doing all these different, and, we, and we've always built all this like heavy content because we wanted to make sure you could see it on body and you could see it in motion. You could see us talk about it on YouTube or whatever. And the one place we hadn't existed was any sort of like area where there was like passive media where you could like, mm. We could just take a walk with you, you know what I'm saying? Which is like pretty much what we do in the store. Like what we're doing on like the solo episodes in the that we do once a week. So basically, the podcast exists if if you if you if not listeners or whatever. We do an interview once a week where we try to like Mm -hmm. find someone, and we really try to find anyone that we just think has cool style in general, and that could mean like people who are doing awesome like food blogs. Mm -hmm. That could be people in the industry, brands we carry or whatever. But it can just friend. We just want to be like. We're, we're interested just like everybody else in a bunch of different people. And it's like, it's like, we'd love to talk about clothes, obviously, but like, we're like three-dimensional people also. And like, we have <laughs> interests that are, that are like beyond just, yeah. just clothes. Yeah. And I think that all, if you, if you listen to that, those interviews, like it, it always comes back to the same stuff. We're also like intentional people, mm-hmm. people that are interested in like aesthetic and backstory and all this stuff it's it's all the same types of people so it's always like a good conversation but then we do a one-on-one on thursdays where we just chit chat we run through some news stuff that's related to fashion we we answer questions that that customers have to it so they can be like super fashion related or they can just be general and we just answer those questions and try to have like a fun conversation so it can feel like when people come into the store and we just chop it up for an hour because yeah. we that's what we used to do in the store when we were there all the time was like people would come in we chop it up for an hour. Hopefully they buy something, but that's not really like the number one thing. It's right. we just we wanted it to feel kind of like like how people feel in like a barbershop. You could just mm-hmm. feel like you can chop it up with, with friends and you can come by just to say hey. And we really wanted to create that like casual like friendship with people. Yeah. So customer yeah. service is a way to do that. Exactly. And to piggyback off of that too is like Timothy specifically and I, we've always wanted it sucks when you go into a place and you get cool guide. Yeah. And you're we're all just, we all like this stuff. Mm. And this is another way for us to, oh, oh, they're really, truly just normal guys. Yeah, just you know I mean? the whole experience. Yeah. We, we want to connect. I don't know. I just, I just want the entire experience with Canoe Club to feel very like human and not because I just think that that's what we're losing every day. And yeah, right. there's, there's huge conveniences to like things that we do with the website that, that are make, that make things so much easier and more automated and quicker and faster. And, yeah. and all that's great. But I just don't, I want there to be that other element that you just doesn't feel like this transactional thing. Cause that feels very gross for what we do. I mm-hmm. want it to be like a relationship that we're building. I think that's super interesting. What you guys said there about the cool guy thing. I feel like what's so difficult sometimes is even if you try to create the, mo- the most comfortable space where anyone can come in, of course there's going to be people that are a little bit more nervous to come in just because of the nature yeah, sure. of shopping and retail itself is 
it can be scary for some people to just come in and it's just like be able to provide that platform to ensure that like people are comfortable like that's what's special i think about what you guys do and what a lot of smaller retailers do it's so easy to go into again these big retailers that do something similar to us and just like you go in there and you just feel why am i even shopping here like clearly like yeah. there's no reason for me to be here i was out in i was out in la last winter and i i won't name i'm not going to name the store that i went to but it's like a brand that we carry and then i went to their just brick and mortar flagship store and i walked in and i was like this sucks i don't yeah. even i don't even know why i'm here like i didn't even i was like trying to talk to the guys i i was trying to like ask them about some of the product they had and i was just like man you guys just don't care like that that sucks dude um it's more fun to care about like the clothes you have or like, fun about i think that I, dude talk. it's just like vulnerability dude it's <laughs> like it's that's what it comes down to of like right. it, it i understand that fashion has that connotation and i think that we all honestly want to look cool and be cool and that's oh, yeah. like why you get into what we're doing you know yeah, what I mean? right, yeah. but at the same time it's just i just also think like that I hear that story like mostly about like higher end retail, which is mm -hmm. this like it was a cool store, but no one really. I didn't. I don't know. I just didn't make any connection they with it. You know what I mean? And listen, every store we worked in that st we worked in our store, like the 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 retail space. We we did all the online out of there until we literally were bursting at the seams, and it became a mandatory thing that we got out of there. Right. And we'd get busy as hell, and it would be really hard to connect with every single person. And we've made investments, not trivial ones, into making sure that people do not feel like that any longer. Because we got to a point where we were too pressed. So I, I, I have leniency with these. And if you're pressed and you're busy and you just can't, not everyone can put on a smile because you're just frustrated because you got some, some other shit going on. I, I get it. But I just don't, I, I don't know. For, for us personally, I just, I wanted to make sure that there was like the investment there and the intention there that like that doesn't happen to people. Because that, like you said, you just don't forget that kind of stuff, and it does, right. and it feels so gross. You feel bad about yourself. You feel you're like, did I? Is it me? Is it? Is it them? It's just you mm -hmm. get in your head. And it's just like such an ugly experience that doesn't need to be that way. So when did you find out? When did you? What? What? Maybe could you tell me like when you found out that was something that you wanted to make the investment in? Because it's a lot of stores can just stay busy, maybe not connect, and be like just attribute that to being like it's just we have to do this all in-house we have to be like doing this right here right now like when did you realize okay let's make that investment to make sure that the space is always comfortable i think that we we baked that in since the beginning for mm -hmm. sure yeah i think that when it became i don't know it's it's that's that's tough because i think that like i said it was always a pillar of what we wanted to do here at canoe club community in-person experiences were still i think really important and then COVID happened and then that messed everything up because it was yeah. like, now I have to rethink what that means at all. But my business partner, all credit to him, he just kept saying, we'd have to figure out a way to recreate the in-store in experience online because that's what people are going to miss. Mm. And it was just something that we like constantly were asking ourselves. It's like, it just kind of like it became a mantra at that time. And it was like, that's actually when the podcast really, at least the, like the beginnings yeah, of it. The we inception didn't, we, of it. Yeah, it was. We, we, and it, it, it's funny because we've, we've, I think we've talked about this before on our show where the first couple of times we recorded it during COVID, I think just because of like, the nature of the way things were and the, what we were doing, mm -hmm. it was a lot of, it was just kind of, like a bummer. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> we listened to the episodes and I'm like, this isn't what we want to do. It was very, it wasn't even just a bummer. It was just really serious. Yeah. And it was like, man, this isn't, this isn't really like our vibe. And I, we form. can't keep this up mm -hmm. and it's just not what we want to put. So we kept not putting it out because we're like, 
this isn't this isn't the thing I want to have pop up in my pocket where it's all oh, my my buddies. I can listen. I can. It feels like you're a part of it, and you're part of our Discord. Like people listen to the podcast and they go on there, and then they. It's like it's as if they had the conversation with us. Yeah, and that's wow. really what yeah. we wanted it to be. Of like, I'm excited to listen because then I can participate inside of a bigger conversation, mm-hmm. and that all the stuff that spun out of COVID. It was just like, how do we keep making sure that the customer can in like experience like us digitally as much as they can in person. And then when things finally got back to in person, we saw how like psyched people were to be in like a physical space again, touching things, talking to people. We really made the investment of, okay, everything went so well through COVID for the online store. And like with all these little new ideas really seemed to resonate with people. So we're going to need to put focus there. And we're, and I want to put focus back in the store. So we made like big investments into like just finding the best people we could to make mm-hmm. sure that they're at the store, making sure everyone has like an awesome experience and feels great and seen and talked to and that you can just chop it up. Now we now we like invested in both the digital version of that and the online version, the in-store version mm-hmm. of that. What a great answer. That's just, like, that was so in-depth. Uh, Thank you. I was like, listen, I was like, wow, this is like so insightful. I'm like, so, uh, anyways, anyways, okay. But now you guys have like really had your podcast up and running. You've gotten to interview people like Dan Levy, Alex Delaney, the founders like Samuel Zelig. I put I put Samuel, the brand Samuel Zelig in there because one of our photographers, Isaac Westberg, actually shoots for them. So I want to give oh, him, good shit. Give him a little shout out here right now. Awesome. Out of all those people, maybe even any of the guests you guys have had on, who are you the most nervous to interview? Who was like the one you're hmm. like, man, I'm looking nervous about this. And we were talking about this before we started, man, but I. I actually don't think we've ever. Been nervous. Oh, really? I think we, we pre- it's just we really prepare like last minute. We do all that like on purpose because we want it to be as conversational as possible. Yeah. So we just we don't do a lot of prep. We think about. I'm thinking about it ahead yeah, of time, but sure. I just like. Oh yeah. I just don't like. I don't. I don't let myself get nervous. I just we. I like to just be like, all right. In in ten minutes, we're gonna walk into that room, and I'm just gonna turn it on, and I just am gonna treat the person as if they're sitting here, and I'm meeting them like they walked into the store. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then we just try to keep it like that. So I don't really get like super anxious. I think the only time you get anxious is or like nervous is is maybe like halfway through. You're like, oh shit, I don't really know what else to ask them, and they're not <laughs> giving me a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes I get like, a little nervous there. Like I don't want to like fall apart here, but like, no, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm never like. I don't know, I'm never that nervous to no. talk to people. Part of it is it's gonna happen regardless. We can't talk to this person in 15 minutes regardless. Yeah, yeah. it's just kind of like the, it's the gonna happen. Thing. People like yeah. freak out. You're like, I'm like, what are we gonna do? We already agreed we're gonna do the I'm thing. The plane. Plus, <laughs> I feel like we've already we've always kind of made like buddies with people online before we talk yeah, to them. So true. like we've chopped mm-hmm. it up with them a little bit before we get in the in the booth. So it's <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to get that nervous. I don't know. Can you think of anyone that like no nobody off the top, like Dan Levy for sure. But I talked to him on the phone a bunch of times. Yeah, you, that you knew him like, better than I did. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe. No, I agree. Timothy's answer is pretty succinct. It's maybe a little bit of jitters more than anything, but ultimately right. we're just going to talk to him like like they're a human, and oftentimes they understand right. the I was going to say the vibe, and we got to have yeah. this conversation. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. We're, both, we're all three of us in it, or all yeah. four of us. At the end of the day, it's, this is going to happen no matter what, so we might as well be yeah. somewhat comfortable with it. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, Dan Levy, him and John Mulaney were on tour and they came to Madison and Hell they yeah. came into the shop. And I've, Fuck never, yeah. I've never been like so. I was like, I, they walked in. I was like, holy shit. What the you guys are? What are you guys doing here? What are you guys doing in Madison, Wisconsin? And yeah, yeah, I was yeah. talking to them and 
John Mulaney, his voice, I used to think he had his comic voice, and that's how he talked like when he did stand up and then all <laughs> Netflix special. No, I know exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. And then, exactly and, and, and then and then he came in talking like that. I was like, that's how you talk? Oh my I god. Like, I'm John Mulaney. Like, I was like, that's just I was like, and I didn't like, of course I didn't say that to him because like, that'd be so disrespectful to say, but I was just like, man, that's crazy. That's like how like I I, I never think about that, but anyway. This is such an annoying story to me and Chase, and I tell yes. you why. Because the same thing happened at our store, and Chase and I are like never not at the store. We're we're around mm -hmm. all the time. Right. I, I work uh, too many hours, and we're just always here. Like we're ne we I've never missed anything that's going on at the store. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I I even live like a block away. And <laughs> and, and then like, both of us, at least one of us, is right. of course, yeah. Like somebody, one of us, someone's there. there. He ended up he was working from home on something, and I was off that day. And they both came in, and I'm a huge <laughs> fan of Dan Levy too because I, I loved his like stand up record uh, when I was a kid, not a kid, but younger. And when like when they came out, and I've and I've loved John Mulaney since he was on SN, just a writer on SNL because I'm a huge SNL guy. And and it was like I really don't care about like I said, like when you're talking about nervous, I don't get that nervous around that kind of stuff. And plus, I worked in Chicago for a long time. There's a lot of celebrities that came in and out of that store right. just because of where Absolutely. I was located. Yeah, and. And it just like never made me nervous or anything. But then it's, oh man, the one group like, of guys I'd love to talk yeah, to. Right. And of course we're not there. Yeah, so, Timothy yeah. calls me, goes, Chase, you never want to hear something yeah. so fucking annoying. Like you're, you're not going to believe it. He goes, John Mulaney is in the store right fucking out. I'm looking on the security camera. He's standing right there. Yeah, they told me they were like, I were like, they were like, we think John Mulaney's in here. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Why would he be in there? <laughs> and then we like, and we looked and I was like, oh, John Mulaney, Dan Levy, what the hell? And I was like, oh my God, they're in town. And it yeah. didn't know. It was yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. The so. thing is, yeah, for me, it's I don't, even when I'm doing this or even talking to anybody that comes into this store, that might just be like, like a friend or just someone I've never met before. It's, I don't really get that nervous because it's just like how you guys say. It's just like, regardless, we're going to have a conversation. It's not going to be hard. But when he, him and Dan Levy had came, it was just me in the store. It was just me in the shop. And they had come in. And I was just like, I, the first thing I, I saw, I look up, it's them. And my voice just like cracks. It's I like, <laughs> I'm like 14, 15 years old. And I'm just like, shit, dude. Oh man. I'm like, I messed up now. But oh, they think I'm, I'm a kid. Up. They're like, they like, they probably think I'm not even allowed to work. They're like, they're probably going to call <laughs> like child labor services and make sure, to make sure that I can still work here. But they were, su they were super nice. And I was like, uh, the entire time I was just like, man. I really hope they buy something here. And then John Millett, John ended up buying like these pair of Air Max once. And I was like, I got to say something. And I, was, oh, and I was just like, I was like, go have fun on your show. Like, good luck on your show. I'm going to give you like, I'll give you like 10% off here. And I was like, oh, that's so nice of you. And I was like, retrospectively thinking about that. I was like, man, you could have paid full price for that. I didn't <laughs> give him the 10% off or anything. And I was like, and I was just like, oh, man. Off 150 <laughs> show tour. Nah, I man, can't. sorry, I got no money. <laughs> he looks at Dan like, hey, can you spot me on this you one? Spot me on, this one? <laughs> spot me on the Air Max. <laughs> but he was he was super nice, and they were, they were super nice, and everybody that had been in the store that was also shopping were really respectful and not Cool, cool. Them, which is, like, always super nice. But we also had, apparently, Kendall Jenner was in Madison for a little bit, and I was like, that's crazy. But Yeah, this is a good lineup, man. This right. is the, If I could pick celebrities to come into the store... Yeah, this is John Play, Dan Levy, Kendall Jenner, Kylie. Right, right. We can get them in. That's that's a rock solid group right there. <laughs> Just the four of them like coming in together. Yeah, <laughs> even better. Yeah, they'd be best friends. What has there been like an interview that you guys had that you guys thought was like super special, and then one that you're like, 
man, I was super happy with the, the episodes itself. Like, for me, it's always, it's, it might be pretty, like a, what was I going to say? A cliche to say, but it's, I love every episode that I do. But what yep. about you guys? There, there is one that stands out both us personally and mm-hmm. something that we hear from our community a lot. And it's the Aaron Levine pod. Mm-hmm. He, first off, is a true angel from the bottom of my heart. He is so kind and like welcoming and gave yeah. us both like big hugs. Oh. It was he's like, just like a, he's like he's like a rarity in the industry, especially, yeah, right, especially right. when you think of industry guys like I've just met a million of them and they're all the same and mm-hmm. it's and it's oftentimes not exactly what you want and yep. it's definitely not like like yeah it's 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 a lot of it's a lot of sizing each other up yeah yeah it's totally, totally not weird. the vibe yeah. at all he was mm-hmm. just like he's just a fucking homie you know just what I mean? wide like, open guy. Yeah, just... wide open yeah and 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 from our community multiple people have been like yo I'm, i just want to let you guys know i i just gave the aaron levine episode another spin and it's just it's even better the second time oh he was he was he's just a true legend and and we tell him that often but that would be that would be the answer with a bullet undoubtedly just a total angel a true angel oh, plus it was like an in-person interview which we don't oh, really yeah, do true, true. He, right. yeah. he in town and it was yep. it was just yeah it was the 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 vibe was, was great yeah he was yeah. in town for the grateful dead show yeah. so i don't i don't know also is madison is if they show <laughs> out for the dead like boulder does but not really <laughs> not really to be honest People come to Ma- people from Madison are deadheads, but they again sure. go to go to Boulder to go celebrate. Yeah, sure. Yeah, be yeah. There was a there was a lady in the store early, early canoe club days, and, we, and I just went up and I was like, "Hey, how you doing? Just holler if you need anything." This, that, and the other. She goes, "Oh, how long has this store been around?" And she goes, "I used to live in Boulder." And then you, she took like a pause, and she goes, "Jerry was part <laughs> of the band then." And it was like she dated her experience in Boulder by the members of the Grateful Dead. Stop. And so it's just very, very, very eye-opening. Because no, I, I had never even heard of the Grateful Dead until I lived here. Yeah. I had I had this lady that had come into the store maybe a few weeks ago. I don't know if do you guys know the band Ween. One of my Oh yeah. Yeah, it's one of my favorite bands of all time. And she was just like walking around. She picks up like this online ceramics shirt. And like, wow, I'm really surprised you guys have online ceramics here. I was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of my favorite brands that we carry. What are you in town for? I'm here because my husband's working. I'm like, oh, oh, what's your husband do? He's like, he's the basis of Ween. I was like, that is like, <laughs> my expectations of what you were gonna say were so different from what yeah. you were gonna say. Like, my your husband had like a convention or something. I didn't yeah. know that your husband is like in one of the most like famous bands of all time, just like here in Madison, basically. Hell like, yeah! I love when people are just like. When people reference stuff like that, I always think it's super funny. It's just like, wow, that's so normal to you, but like something so like different. it's nothing. It's yeah, it's just drop it like it's nothing. I'm like, that is so different from me and my like what I do day to day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as we start getting, as we start wrapping up a little bit more, you guys have been some of my favorite guests. I'm gonna say it now. I'll say you guys are some of my favorite hey, guests. Hey, there we go. Been, you guys, maybe not. I'll put you top five. There you go. Hey, we'll take it. Hey, man. We'll take it, baby. We'll take it. Uh, we'll take six. Yeah. Like, I'm like, you're, you're top 25. Hey, That's we're fine. still cool, bro. Easy to please. Yeah. Easy to please. Happy to be. I was going to, something you guys mentioned and something I'm really curious about because we just started carrying EG at the shop is you guys have an upcoming EG collaboration mm-hmm. coming up. What is that? What was, when that opportunity came to you guys or when the wheels started turning from that, not only what is the collaboration itself, but how does that 
make you guys feel like how exciting is that for you guys yeah it's like i've worked with that brand at this point for i feel like it's well over 10 years it's well over 10 years i don't know the exact date at this point but i i feel like so that was like one of the first i i I, I, we've definitely talked about this before but it's it's just that brand really changed things in the industry and i really i was really like involved in the industry when that kind of was happening so engineered garments i really consider to be this like catalyst for menswear going from where it was which is just like denim and americana and all this it was it was was great which is cool and it was like that helped move things along but engineered garments was the one that i think really catapulted it uh like a lot of guys from being like denim dudes to being like fashion guys yeah or at least starting to experiment which i i I think that's as important as whatever brands were doing the experimental stuff so being being able to bridge the gap i think is huge and they were i think they're still doing that too a, a lot and that's why they're who they are i've thought of just as like the way he's done business, the way he designs, the way person he is, Daiki is like a very like influential person in my life. And and so it was really cool to to be able to work together in that way. And, and there's credit due to Chase here. We, we've, we've talked about, like, I mean, I can promise you at any given point, if someone had said, hey, if you could do any collab, which, what would you want to do? We, we would have been like engineer groups. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just, it's, it's it feels exactly what we'd want to do feels very true to canoe club it's very true to canoe club it's very true to like what i was doing before this it's very true it's just it's like Mm -hmm. it's been it's just been such a big part of what i've what i've done and what the this business has done um since the start so it just makes sense too but it was literally just like a youtube video where we were asking like we were answering questions we Mm -hmm. we do that occasionally every couple months we'll do like an faq where basically anyone that asked questions on social media will just run down the questions Mm -hmm. we were doing that and somebody asked what's a dream club and it was like without fail it was like chase was EG. like eg and it was like didn't i didn't even what we would need to jump in it was like yeah of course that's exactly what we want to do <laughs> yeah and and so thanky and their team really liked what we were doing with youtube and all that especially during covid and they'd reached out and were just like it's we, we heard that you were interested we love what you guys are doing we love how you're like incorporating community into what you do and we'd love to work with you on some things do you have ideas and we didn't off the top, but we but it was easy to come up with ideas. <laughs> like we've been ruminating for a long time. So yeah, we did this. When does this come out? This is gonna come out. Let me get to my calendar. I should have had this on the top of my head. See if we, we can shout out. Let's see. It, it'll be out on November. 8th. So next. Okay. So we'll have already dropped. It drops on the. It drops on the third. Then maybe okay. there's some still. If we're sold out, God bless us. But if it's yeah. not, there's it's available now. It's. The idea really was like we wanted to do something. We we like the idea of like uniform dressing mm-hmm. to a certain degree mm-hmm. as a way of making it easier to express yourself. You know what I mean? So right. if you kind of like think of like having a top and a bottom on, and then it's oh cool. So now if I just style out some like killer shoes or like mm-hmm. a cool sock, a or hoodie or a hoodie, shirt, yeah, or it's like suddenly it's like this whole thing. And I think that even sometimes when you dress that way intentionally, it's like on its own, it feels like a statement, even though it's yeah. so easy to put on. It's kind of like it's kind of like a like a suit. It's it's a statement yeah. on its own. So it's blending that with, I've talked to Dekio in the past about his affinity for like old barber and really mm-hmm. like like English workwear because I was super interested in that and was collecting it for a long time. And I'd shown him like these great like vintage Orvis pieces I'd found and I actually found him in Wisconsin. And I, I gave him one of them at one point because he, he loved the, the shape of it. And I was like, how do I incorporate like that world? Because that's so much of like my favorite brands like Margaret Howell and Lemaire, they're they're all drawing inspiration from like English workwear because it's just it's like 
a very like human approach to workwear. And mm-hmm. so we, and that just felt very in line with what we do here with all the community stuff is like putting like a human first mm-hmm. as opposed mm-hmm. to like shoehorning a person into a piece. So we wanted to create something that felt like current, but also vintage. And it just felt like easy to wear, but like still make a statement. So we we're trying to incorporate a lot of different things into one idea. So we basically came up with this like work jacket that we're calling the club jacket. It's like a a blend of their old what what what's the name of that driver's jacket, jacket. driver so it's like a, it's like a dual way zip shorter jacket we wanted to crop it even further than mm-hmm. they had so, so it kind of sits right at the way uh one of the colorways is black watch liner the other one's a tartan that daiki picked out because he thought it looked good with the color we had chosen we wanted to make them in super like wearable colors so it's like this cool like cobalt blue yeah like, dusty blue it, it, dusty it looks blue a lot like a, a japanese mail delivery workers like that that color that that, that they use on the trucks and on their yep, uniforms yep, yep. like that color just because it felt so like it seamlessly blended plus we had a friend who had this like dream piece that he kept on the back of his background <laughs> of his phone forever it was this old junior carhartt collab yeah. and a lot of like the inspiration kind of came from that piece because it was just like one of those pieces that like there's nothing that really like shouts about it but you look at it and you're like it's mm, so cool. love it yeah but right. when it create something similar that it doesn't there's nothing yelling at you about this thing but yeah. you look at it like there's something intrinsically cool about it mm-hmm. and then we did a, a also a, like a, a kind of like a vintage black because we, we we tend to do that in almost everything that we that we do it's just kind of like worn in black so we've got those two pieces that they have a matching fatigue it's the it's the like one of the more classic fits that we wanted them to bring back that they mm-hmm. haven't had in other seasons so it's just like mm-hmm. roomy in the top block a little bit of taper but not not the way the way it lands, it, it's like more of this like kind of cool baggy fit without looking slouchy mm-hmm. or yeah. Uh, and it's and it's and it's and it's really cool. We're excited about it. It's like really, it's simple, but it's not. You'll see when it comes out. We we should be dropping stuff. We'll be dropping stuff all this week and next week, kind of like teasing it and and getting it out there. But we're really excited about it. I think it turned out great. It's exactly what we wanted to do. It was awesome working with them. They're the best the whole team. So shout out them. And uh, yes. Yeah, We've done we've done like big collaborations before, but this one feels extra special. So it's it's we're excited. I was gonna say this one seems like it like hits home a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. Do you want to shop? Maybe I'm a, I'm hoping that it's sold out by now. But if it's not, if it's not, shopcanoeclub.com. There you go. Hit us up directly. We'll, we'll figure. <laughs> we'll, we'll 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 sort you out. Yeah, I was gonna say get the get the jack get the club jacket. Yeah, I'm look at it. I'm so I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, uh, we'll send you some pics. Yeah, thank you. I was gonna say, let me get. It. I, I want to see. I want to see. Like, ch- I want to see like Chase like wearing the jacket and see. He's got it. Mean, he's got both the kids. I've been. Like, I've, he's, I've been. He's, uh, he's holding on to fits. I've been wearing it all week. I've been wearing. I'm wearing a piece from it today. I wore a piece from it yesterday. I wore the whole kit the day prior. I've been trying to work it in and and just taking like proper like mirror photos too. So when it comes time and I can release it all, I want everybody to see like. It's hyper wearable, but still gas. Right, I mean, right. Hyper wearable while you're getting your ice Americano from your local coffee shop. There you got it, baby. Well, I'm wearing my pair of boots yeah. and I'm probably, <laughs> his bit. I'm listening to future. I'm undoubtedly listening to future. So, <laughs> oh, I, I feel like I, oh, this is a question I always ask people about like, the music that they're listening to, but I'm going to, I'm going to ask you guys now is like, other than future chase, what else are you listening to? And same nothing. with you, Timothy. He listens to future and young Doug and nothing else. <laughs> I really, he's, he's only half kidding. Not including the other two bands he listens to, which is like Coslick and American football. So yeah, yeah. There's, there's okay, two, there the, the two there sides of his coin. Right, it, it's right. Future, it's Atlanta, it's Atlanta trap, Atlanta hip hop. And then 
like Mark Koslick, Sun Kill Moon, yeah, Red House Painters, that whole vibe, and then the microphones is always I'm always spinning, and then I've I've been revisiting this band from I I, I guess Scranton, PA, but that that region, a band called Daylight, and then they they had to change their name to Super Heaven, but fall time anyone out there is curious and might pique their interest they have a a lot of good shit so i would listen to that there you go timothy i've been super into korean like shoegaze it's kind Mm. of like there's a pretty big scene of that i was put on by a guy i met in japan uh, a couple different bands this one trpp i really like to check it out it's awesome and it's like it's three guitar players and and a drum machine and it's but they're making sounds that sound like my bloody valentine except for it's like prettier singing yeah. so it's 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 really good i'm 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 hyped to have been put on to it i don't know how they're more pop not more popular so that's really good i really like the new slow pulp record slow pulp it's a mat they're from they're from madison they're oh right. no kidding yeah. Mad- yeah they're og madison band yeah that band uh, rips so i was gonna good. say we i had met the we had this we have this thing on in madison it's we're on like state street which is like the most popular street on in Ma- downtown madison and we have a pop-up and we just give out like good deals for people that are like just casually you yeah. know, coming through and like looking through things and the band was just like about to go on tour and the drummer's mom was like wearing a slow pop t-shirt and i was like man i really love your t-shirt like i love that band like my girlfriend yeah. and i like listen to them all the time and she like just turns around and she's like do you hear that honey like he really likes your band and i was like oh my <laughs> i was like <laughs> Oh, nice. uh, uh, but yeah, so yeah, keep going. But I love Slow Pop, one of my favorite bands. <laughs> yeah, you you were a little magnet for awkward celebrity encounters. Yeah, I was just yeah, like every bro. time, like every time he like turned around, he's like, oh yeah, and I was like, man, I'm I'm yeah, nice to meet you, nice to meet Dude, you. Bro. I can't think of a way to like, get to like, do that and then get like embarrassed in front of them, which is like right, obviously right. what you want to say to them. What right. else are you gonna do besides cool guy them? But it's yeah. so oh no, oh, I just yeah. found out. Yeah, it's damn it, but it's also okay, cool. At least like he knows I'm not trying to cool guy him at all. You know? Yeah. Because the yeah. entire time I was like, I actually really love your music. Like your music's fucking amazing. Hell but yeah. they're originally from Madison. Yeah, they they moved now say that they're based out of Chicago. So they're leaving their Madison roots a little bit, which makes me upset. But, Coming over the dark side with me. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what I've been doing lately. I don't know. I've been back on Howdy. You probably know them if you like mm-hmm. Slow Pop. That's kinda yeah, we've been yeah, listening yeah. to their old yeah. records a lot. Like, Is that what shout out? Is that what's played at the shop a lot, or is it just kind of well, like based on what who's on Ox that day? Is it, it like, yeah, yeah? That's really yeah. the answer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. We have pretty eclectic tastes around here because we're good. down yeah. for whatever. So it's it's a little bit of whatever. I think in the store, it's a, they really love like men I trust and a lot mm-hmm. of that kind of like slow like vibey mm-hmm. stuff. So mm-hmm. definitely that's what's going on in the store a lot these days. Yeah, they were spinning the men I trust vinyl this morning. Yeah, I yeah. yeah, doing that's that. Awesome. Here in the store at the stew, we it varies on the vibe. It, it, dep- again, it depends <laughs> on who's doing it. Yeah. If if Abby, Timothy's wife, and our creative director, if she's playing, it's Fleetwood Mac, it's <laughs> Kings of Leon. We had to ban that Whitney record, Light Upon the Lake, because <laughs> it was the only <laughs> thing for like full 365 days. It was the only record that was played, which is, we're not complaining. A, I love it's it. Such a good record, though. It's Perfect so, front to but, back. But I understand because I remember listening to it and that's the only thing like i remember getting like, i use this app where it's it like tells you what album you've been listening to the most and it literally yeah. was that and nothing else it was, yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah i think we could we i could do it with my mouth front yeah, to back so? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's how many times in fact i feel like i need like, a 10-year hiatus from it before i could come back to it. Yeah, that's what i'm yeah. thinking anything else other than other than maybe that whitney record 
that's been banned or that we're listening oh, to? That, oh no, that's that's been banned. But I guess not banned. But what else have you guys been listening to? We do a lot of podcasts. I, I, I'm not gonna lie, that new Drake record is gas. I love it. I love it. I a lot of people hate it. A lot of people. A lot of my friends don't like it, but it's actually objectively really good. I'd be interested in what. What's not I think it should love. have been an EP. I think I, I think, think it's too long. It's sure. too long. Yeah, yeah. But all the song, the good. I I really like Virginia Beach. That first song off. The yes, album sir. Really good. I think it's my favorite. I really like Fear of Heights. Even Daylight. I know Adonis had that freestyle at the end, but I was like, okay, it's still cool. a good song. <laughs> it's, it's actually like a. Song. It's still a good song. It, it's a good record. Again, I agree. It should have been an EP, but the best Drake retail. song and. In- the best Drake song, in my opinion, is Fire and Desire off of Views. Yep. So mm-hmm. anything in that realm, I love. So if you like Virginia Beach, I would also, if you ha- I'm sure you have, but Polar Opposites is the last tune on that record. Yep. And I think, it, I think it strikes that same chord as Fire and Desire and stuff like that. Yep. I bounce back and forth between the first and the last song quite a bit. Yeah, dude, it's just, just it's gas. It's, it's gas. drizzy. What do you, what do you want? Like, you know? I feel like people have such high expectations, but it's always just, it's just going to be a Drake album. You gotta take it for him being Drake, and it's gonna be good. It's just yeah. gonna be objectively good. Absolutely, absolutely. But as we wrap up, I want to thank you guys for coming on the pod today. I really do appreciate it. You guys have been great guests. Something I always ask before anybody leaves the episode is your guys' own personal goals. Twenty twenty three is coming to an end. Twenty twenty four is just on the horizon. What are the personal goals of Timothy and Chase for the upcoming year? Ooh, mm. good question. I feel like because I'm not at the end of the year and we're going into crazy time, oh, I've not even thought time. about what I'm going to fix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I think that we, I got a goal that we want, we, we want to do, we started the podcast this year and we wanted, we wanted to get to a hundred episodes in one year. I don't know why we made it? that goal, but we're going to get close. We're going to have gonna to, try. we're, we're going to have to put out some more, but we'll, we, we've saved up a lot of like, good ones like it's time i think it's time that we finally rank officially the top 10 emo bands of all time oh, so we have to do that i want to do a list a list episode yeah, yeah. We need just, to, yeah. yeah so we have to do that so that's definitely a goal of ours what else do we got i need to go to therapy so yeah i'm gonna i'm yeah. gonna do that in the new year absolutely We're both trying to just be nicer to ourselves and mm-hmm. yeah to others and all that nice i think i think that would be the i know it sounds so cheesy but truthfully yeah trying to lead with kindness both yeah. like in how i how i think right. about things and just in general yeah we're, we're getting older, older we're, yeah. we're doing repair work now you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah 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 do you guys think like the maybe it's just me but ever since i really started this pod back last november i don't even know it's i'm coming up to my one year actually because i we're by we're a bi-weekly podcast so oh, right 26, 26 is about to be my one year ever since i started doing this i've started to realize man i can just like, talk about these things that I'm thinking and feeling. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe you got a, one recommendation. Have a therapy episode. There, there you, go. you go. Maybe we just need <laughs> to talk through some stuff. Yeah. I'm down. We're both like open <laughs> books. We'll, we'll talk about anything. So yeah, it's not a problem. <laughs> yeah. But I love it though. I think that, yeah, it's getting so like annoying how much it's pushed with the you know, right. mental health stuff. But and it's great. It's like yeah. you, you come out a little bit better and we're both like, hard asses with stuff with yeah. everyone's got stuff and and uh, but i think we've both softened up as we've gotten older yeah. I, I had a kid yeah. so it, like that that melts you about instantly uh-huh. so yeah. it's, you really have to and then then you start when you have a kid you start looking at them and they're doing stuff that you do and you're like oh i can't do that anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah so you can't, it's like looking in the mirror all the time so 
between that and like you said, even with the podcast, like you start, you just talk so much and you kind of like, because you do it, just stuff comes out. And I think it's yep. probably like when you talk for like multiple, I, I, half my job's talking on the phone too. So yes. it's just, you talk enough where you're like enough things spill out of you that you're like, oh, you learn a lot about yourself at the same time. So yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. good. It's good. Wow. More people should do it. Start a yeah. podcast. Start a podcast. Yeah. There's not enough. <laughs> there's not. There's definitely not enough. Spotify is continuing to invest. I, yeah. Apparently, there you go. Apparently, that's that's what that's what the people are saying. My source. Don't worry. That's <laughs> I'm, I didn't ask. I don't <laughs> worry about. It. Thank you guys so much for coming on my pod here today. Before I let you guys leave, one more thing: Is there anything else you guys want to shout out? The EG collab, hopefully it's sold out by then. But is there anything else you guys want to shout out? Where can the people find you? All that jazz. All right. Let's shout out. I'm, I'll sh- he, he's, he wraps up YouTube videos all the time, so he'll be able to shout out all the other stuff. But we've got EG collab November 3rd. November 18th, we have an Orslo event where mm-hmm. Ichiro, the founder of Orslo, is going to come out and do some customizations. There's also a release of this new magazine called Small Hours with the Orslo as the cover story. We're in the magazine. It's going to be great. We've got... Black Friday will start. We've got an Orso Very. collab in December. We've got even more stuff. We got shit dropping every week at this point. So yep. busy time for us. If you don't follow us, you should start now. Chase, I'll throw it to you to do the YouTube wrap up. And, and <laughs> all right, like, comment, subscribe. Thank you. Yeah. But no, yeah, Tim, Timbo touched on all the major points. Obviously, we have the customer service podcast. Mm-hmm. We shop Canoe Club on Instagram. Shop Canoe Club. It's Canoe Club on it, YouTube. Yeah. You can find us. Yeah. Yeah. You'll 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 find them. It's not hard. It's pretty come, come looking for us. Not many there's not many canoe clubs out there. Uh, in fact, there's one in Nevada and they sell rifles and ammunition. And oh. we've gotten some strange phone calls where they're like, Hey, y'all haven't shipped my order yet. And it's buddy, we ain't got no guns. We ain't got no yeah. guns. Oh, you got the wrong canoe. Yeah, don't look them up. Fuck we them. got we <laughs> got clothes. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much. Of course. Of course. Appreciate Thanks, you, bro. Appreciate it. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. Once again, I'm your host, Andrew, and I want to thank Chase and Timothy for taking the time to speak with me today, and to Sam Wolner, as always, for creating the music you heard on today's episode. This episode was about listening to what is going on in the retail industry and how we all continue to navigate the space. So if you know anyone looking to learn more about someone's journey in their own space, share with them this episode. You can find me and the shop on Instagram at Andrew Inamoto and at underscore August shop and find August located on four and four state street, Madison, Wisconsin, or on August shop.com. Once again, thank you for listening to the August forum. <laughs>